beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony, to bear witness to the truth, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world. The world was made through him, yet the world knew him not. He came to his own home, and his own people received him not. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten Son from the Father. Then one of the twelve who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. When it was evening, he sat at table with the 12 disciples. And as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed, would have been better for that man if he had never been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Is it I, Master? He said to him, You have said so. We don't know exactly what caused Judas to become the creature that he was, that he became. We do know that our Lord called him to be an apostle. He did not call him to be a traitor, even though he knew him. Judas at one time must have at least respected our Lord, if not loved him. But something happened Very often we simply speak of greed, as we heard in last week's reading. But it was more than greed. Something caused him to lose his respect, to lose his vision, to lose his faith. Whatever the case... He goes to the chief priests and betrays our Lord for 30 pieces of silver. 
we always betray our Lord for infinitely less than he is worth. And then looks for an opportunity to betray him. Well, our Lord is aware of what he's doing. He knows him straight through. Of course, he still loves Judas and keeps reaching out for him as he reaches out for all of us, too. He's always calling us. And so, at the Last Supper, he announces his betrayal. Truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And here we learn something about ourselves. In the presence of divinity, none of us can be sure of our own innocence. We may fool one another. We may even at times fool ourselves. But in the presence of divinity, we can fool no one. God is not to be fooled. Which, as I've said before, is I think one of the reasons people don't spend more time before the Eucharist, they're afraid to sit in front of someone who knows them. So he says, truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And notice how they respond. Ten say, is it I, Lord? One says, who is it? St. Peter asked St. John. Whether St. John asked the Lord. And one says, is it I, Master? It is only in the Holy Spirit that we can call Jesus Lord. Our Lord confronts him with the evil. You have said so. So Judas then goes on to do what he had been paid to do. I suppose that when we think of Judas, whatever we might think of ourselves, we would never put, us, put ourselves in the same category as Judas. And yet, betraying the Lord is not so difficult. We can always find something perhaps more important, something more valuable, something that we would prefer to have. Our Lord can always ask more than most of us are willing to give because, because he wants everything. Only, once again, of course, only when we give him everything does everything else take on its proper value. Otherwise, we're simply possessing something that will only compromise us in the end. So, um, we will spend now a few moments in the presence of the Lord, uh, reflecting on his call to us. He has called us also, each one of us by name, to follow him, and we will have to respond to that call. Your attitude must be that of Christ. Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of death. He was known to be of human estate, and it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him, and bestowed upon him the name above every other name, so that in Jesus' name every name is bent, in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you.